In a world that tells us that if you're not happy, you can just change your job, end your relationship, start a new one, have a baby, get a puppy or five. We are constantly facing change in the pursuit of happiness. And yet, deep down, we resist this so much because nobody teaches us how to navigate transitions. Well, I'm here to change that. Join me and my guest every week to find the inspiration and actionable steps to dive into your next great chapter. Let's write it together. Hello, everybody. This week, I have a very special guest. Her name is Juliana Kali, and she is all about holistic health and spirituality. And one of my most favorite subjects recently, which is ascension process. She is going to talk about how she's empowering people through these difficult times of our living to move into that ascension to their next level. And for that, I would like everybody to welcome Julie as she tells us her story. Hello, Juliana. Hey, Olga. So nice to meet you. Thank you so much for being here. And please tell us your story. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I am very excited to be here. Um, and I feel that it is such a poignant time uh, to be talking about transitions, right? So I'm excited to kind of walk you through my story and kind of tell you how all of this aligns with the ascension and what it really means, not only for us on a personal level, but for us on a collective level. So let's start with my story. So you kind of, you guys uh, get to know me a little better. So um, I, I was born in Colombia, South America, and then I moved to the States when I was six years old. And, um, and since I was a little girl, I was always very uh, curious about divinity. There was always something inside of me that I was like, there's something else. There has to be something else. This can't be it. I think when I was seven or eight, I tried to convince my mom that I wanted to become a nun and that I wanted to go to a convent to speak to a nun and to talk to the nun about like what they did. And my mom was like, mm, you're too little. Like, I know you're crazy. Um, but she, of course, she didn't want me to become a nun. Um, she is Catholic. Um, I'm of Catholic descent. Uh, but she just, she was like, she wanted me to live my own life. So I actually convinced my aunt to take me to see the nun and I started asking all these questions about like divinity and like what does it mean to you know what, what it meant for them to like dedicate their lives to a higher purpose and everything that kind of um, surround that so that was like my first experience with what I would say was like my calling and at that moment it, it came in form of me being a nun but then as I started growing up, um, I knew there was something more, there was something more. And then at the age of 12, I, I bought my first uh, Buddhism book. And I was just taken aback. I remember the name of it. I still have it. It's called Buddhism for Teenagers. And I remember just like reading it and I was just so connected with the Buddhism message and of like doing, being compassionate to all beings and how we're all interconnected. And I was just like, I vibrated it and resonated so much with this message that I was like, wow, I mean, this just opened an entire new world for me. And then by the age of 14 and 15, um, I started getting into what I think we call that, you know, that age that you start being a little bit more curious with just random stuff. And I started uh, deviating from my path and I started looking for divinity in all the wrong places. I started partying really hard. Oh, yes. 
17, 18, 19, really hard, just really hardcore partying, um, just doing a lot of uh, substances that aren't good for you. And I started just getting into really dark circles. And I think when I look back, I was still searching for divinity. I was still searching for that connection. You know, um, when you, when you, in my, in my experience, when you take drugs and you, and you're searching for that high, that is the same high that nowadays I get in meditation, in deep meditation, is that connection that you're searching for. But when you're searching, uh, when you're searching for connection in density, it just, you know, it just, it's there for a second is not transcend. It doesn't transcend and it just takes you back to more density. So after a lot of pain and suffering and a lot of rock bottoms, by the time that I was like, this started, I started partying when I was like 15 early, really early to 15, 16, by the age of 23, I hit a really hard rock bottom. I was going to school in Miami and I I was basically losing my semester, things, I was losing my apartment, things were just not good. And um, I decided to do a pause and say, okay, where where is all this coming from? What is happening? What is this showing me? I can't keep going this way. What am I looking for? Like, what am I searching for? What is this continuous, you know, search and anguish for something that apparently in all these things I'm not finding? So uh, this brings me to start recognizing some things that I had to heal from my childhood. And I decide to go back to my home country, Colombia and start talking with my father and start kind of getting back to the basics of me healing the relationship with him. And then something really important happened when I was visiting him one time that it was a massive um, turning point for my life. And we had a major discussion and things didn't go well. And I ended up going to a silent retreat in Brazil for more than a month and a, and a bit. And it was a full-on silent retreat. It was about, it was a basically a community of light. And it was, it made me connect back to myself in such a deep way that I kind of understood everything that I was kind of running from, everything that I needed to heal. And in some way or another, the journey that we decide to take once we decide to come into this human form, right? Somehow, some way, something clicked there. It was very special. Um, and it was the usual eat and pray love retreat that everybody sees, right? In the movies, like you have to wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning. You have to like uh, wash. I had to like clean showers, cook, do everything. And then it was basically completely silent. And the only thing you do is meditate and, you know, do your service work for the actual um, retreat house that you're in. But it was just something very special, something clicked. And from that moment on, when I came back from that retreat to Bogota and then back to Miami and New York, um, I decided to, to say, this is the purpose of why I'm here. I am here to what now I call, which is the Huli Gaia theme, to be the light and to share the light. At that time, I did understand that we were about to go through a lot of transitions in the collective um, we at the when I was at the retreat there was very special individuals there that kind of knew humanity was ready for a change and that the ascension was coming 
And at that time, the Ascension word wasn't really thrown around that much. But then the more I started getting into the depths of spirituality and to the depths of myself, I came across the Ascension and what Ascension means on a personal level and on a collective level. And basically, everything that I walked you guys through, which was basically my dark night of the soul and me going through all of this. And from this growing and awakening and becoming that light from the darkness, it's basically what ascension is. And it's really interesting because we are literally living the year of the ascension. We are finally caught up as humanity when divinity has finally interfered and said, hey guys, we all need to make a pause. We're not going we're not going the correct or the right way. Well, at the end of the day, I don't like to use correct or wrong because in spirituality, at the end of the day, everything is a middle path and there's no right or wrong way. But I guess what divinity is trying to tell us is let's, let's release density and let's head towards the light. And to do so, we need to go through a little dark night of the soul, correct? We need to go deep. We need to go inside of ourselves. We need to feel that pain. We need to feel all those things that we need to heal in order to integrate that light. So we need to get comfortable with the darkness to be able to come into the light, right? And so it's really interesting because I feel that that transition that I had at a younger age, which was my ascension, uh, my ascension um, journey, which I'm, I'm a forever student and I guess the ascension never stops, but at least the beginning of my journey is very similar of, of what humanity is going through right now. We are awakening as the collective. We are awakening to a moment of, we're going through a transition that it's teaching us that we need to go inside, right? We need to look inside ourselves and say, okay, what are the things that I need to heal? What needs to come to the light? What is no longer sustainable for ourselves, for the earth, for our future? And where can we do better? How can we come together as humanity? And beyond all of this, there's a, there's, I think there's a pure teaching here that goes back to what Buddhism or many of the great religions that we have had in, in humanity have taught us is that we're all interconnected. If this uh, COVID thing hasn't taught us this, I mean that we're literally interconnected by any shape or form, then I don't know what will. So it's just a very exciting time uh, for humanity. I just wanted to kind of tell you guys my story so you guys kind of understood my ascension process and but also kind of tailor it or make it parallel to the awakening we're living right now as humanity of kind of telling us, I think right now we're going through that deep um, dark night of the soul. And instead of running away from it, I think we need to embrace it. We need to embrace it. We need to look at it from the eyes of divinity. We need to understand that there's a divine light guiding us through this and showing us that it's time for us to make that pause, to understand what's really going on. And it's time to really start building new earth. It's time to head towards the fifth dimension um, that, that it's time to vibrate in that resonance. The third dimension, which um, 
it's basically what we've been used to for so long, which is density, it's hate, is uh, just uh, full of, you know, just feelings that are just darker in scale. Again, nothing right or wrong, just different. It's time to transmute that. It's time to understand that we need to live from our heart space. It's time to understand that we need to live from what it, what's universal love, what is neutrality, what is a really understanding that we're brothers and sisters and that we're in this together and it's time to build a new world together. So I was really excited and really stoked when I got <clears throat> your invitation because when I started seeing all your content, I was like, I loved what you're doing. It's how do you transition in those moments of, in, of life, which is, it's constant. The change is just constant in our lives. And how do we transition through grace and courage? And that's what the Ascension is calling us all to do. Hey guys, humanity, hello. It's time to transition into new earth with grace and courage. And not only on a collective level, but also on a personal level, we're all being challenged in a different way to grow, to expand, to become our higher selves. We can no longer play small. I think there was a time in the collective or on our personal lives that we got away with playing small, but right now that's no longer the case. That is no longer the case, honey. Like divinity is like, mm -mm, you got to up level, sweetie. Like if you don't up level, like, you're being left behind. You're being left on the 3D earth, which I exactly. love. Yeah, how you are um, giving us this new spin on what's happening because I do believe, and I felt it myself, and I'm, I'm, I'm a student as well, and I want to focus my energy on this is an ascension, this is a rebirth, this is for something better, but there are those dark moments, those dark nights of the soul where you do wonder, and I guess that you felt that when you started going down the path of uh, rock, sex, drugs, rock and roll, and you yeah. don't know whether, is this part of the ascension level? First, you have to go down into the depths of your psyche and your subconscious, and then you come back up, or are you just spiraling down? Like, I, I feel that very often we create that anxiety around, is this the start of a new earth or is this just Armageddon and this is the end of it? How do you keep on bringing that light and being that light when it feels this, this night is being very long? Okay, so I love it that you just brought that point. So here's, we've, we're getting, the more we grow and the more we, um, become knowledgeable of how our universe works, we understand that everything is vibration. We're basically quantum physics. Everything teaches us everything is just in a different resonance, right? And everything manifests depending on that resonance, correct? So we're getting into the whole understanding the dimensions, right? There are, I mean, there are infinite dimensions, but right now we're playing between the third, the fourth, and the fifth. So I love that you just brought those two examples up because those are the best way that best way that we could explain the dimensions. We basically are multidimensional beings. We have the capacity to jump between dimensions. I know it sounds a little crazy for some people. They're like, what? Sorry, like Star Wars? <laughs> what, Yoda? <laughs> it's like, Princess Leah? <laughs> no. Is it transporting here? <laughs> I don't like, well, excuse me. As crazy as it sounds, it is true. We are multidimensional beings. And how do we, uh, we, we actually travel all day through those 
dimensions, third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension. And if you're very evolved and you have a lot of light quotient, you could go six or above. But that's, I mean, very few masters uh, probably on earth right now that have the capacity to do that. But for us that we're oscillating between the third, the fourth, and the fifth, we do this through our resonance. We do this through our thoughts. We do this of how we feel through our heart. So for example, if we decide to experience this reality that we're living right now through the third dimensional filter of this is Armageddon, this is the end of the world, this is basically uh, we're being punished, this is just what it's happening to us and not for us. If you, if just by saying those words, you feel a different resonance. You feel how your heart space just closes up. And this is literally bringing you down to manifest a reality that lives in the third dimensional frequency. So when you vibrate at that frequency, you're simply going to manifest more stuff in your world, in your life, that's vibrating at that frequency. So if you think this is Armageddon, you're going to ex probably experience a lot of things that are going to probably going to uh, make, uh, make your assumption correct. Yes, this is Armageddon. If you're vibrating at that resonance, correct, you're going to start manifesting those things. But on the same earth, here's the magic of the ascension. Here's the magic of the moment we are living right now, which is so special for humanity. And I just want to communicate this to anybody that's listening to this. Guys, there was a line of souls that wanted to incarnate at this time. The souls that were lucky enough to be here and now in this period in time for humanity are very lucky souls that have the capacity to evolve, that have the capacity to ascend, and that have the capacity be the capacity to be in service for the light. So that's something that we all need to understand. To be here here right now, it is such a blessing. It is such it is such a blessed moment. I know it looks like it's a lot of density. I know it is a challenge. It's for like it's for brave souls. But this is such an, an opportunity for our souls and for us to help and serve humanity and help build new earth that we, we all need to feel very lucky. So back to the whole uh, 3D, 5D thing. I just, that needed to come through. So basically you start resonating at that level, right? Armageddon. So you start creating more things in your life that resonate at that level and start and things like that start manifesting because you're resonating and you put yourself in a third dimensional uh, reality in a third dimensional state. Then if that same perspective of Armageddon, you use it in a different way and you say, no, this is not, this is not Armageddon. This is a rebirth. This is an ascension process that we're going through that is, that is teaching us divine neutrality, that is teaching us to trust in the universe, that is teaching us to do things in a better way, that is teaching us universal love, that is teaching us that we need to learn to walk by faith. Doesn't that feel different? your heart starts expanding. You start vibrating at a different resonance. And when you start vibrating at that resonance, you put yourself in 4D in a higher state or in 5D. And then you start manifesting things in your life 
that resonate and vibrate in that frequency. So you see and you understand how we could all live on the same earth and we could be having two completely different experiences of what reality is presenting to us. Because, yeah, because it all goes down to the filter of the heart. How are you perceiving reality? How are you perceiving things? And for the ascension, our heart space it's so powerful this is the this is our this is the space that controls where we put ourselves into if we put ourselves in third fourth or fifth so basically it all goes down to you listening to your heart and just expanding in your heart chakra you're always going to know in what dimension you're in if you tune into your heart if you're feeling density, if you're feeling either hate, if you're feeling worry, if you're feeling fear, fear is the king of three dimension. Oh dear, fear is like, I am the king here. If you're feeling fear, if you're, if you're feeling agony, sadness, that means you have bumped down, you're, on, you're in a third dimensional frequency. This does not mean feelings are wrong. This doesn't mean that you do not need to feel. Yes, you need to feel, but that's where the mastery of the ascension comes in. You need to feel, but not integrate those feelings and start expanding those feelings. You're like, okay, I'm sad. It's fine to be sad. I'm a human. It's normal. But I need to bring that, bring some hope into that sadness. And it's okay to feel that sadness. You could cry. And after you cry, maybe you should pray or meditate or go hug a tree or do something with that feeling of third dimensional frequency that you have the power in your magic as a human to transmute. Because also something that we're doing for the earth and also something that we have the capacity to do is to transmute this lower density frequency which in turn help the earth and help the collective rise higher, ascend faster. So it's just, I mean, we could talk about ascension for like days on because there's so much amazing stuff. But I think we're going back to understanding that we're powerful creators. We're creators beyond our knowledge. If we really knew how powerful we were, we, would, we wouldn't have, you know, see our worlds with we see so many limitations and if we knew the capacity we have to hold divinity within ourselves and to create the life we want and to create earth the earth we want we would be living a very a, a very different reality but the good news there is that we're waking up we're waking up we're understanding our power we're understanding we're creators we're understanding that we actually could manifest the life we want, the earth we want. And we're doing all of this in the midst of this chaos. So the trick here is to understand our power, understand how we vibrate within the fifth dimension, or at least the fourth in its highest place. I haven't talked a lot about the fourth dimension because, I mean, it's, it's, it's a podcast on itself because it's, uh, it's really interesting. The Fourth dimension is where it's very, there's the two polarities. It's either good or bad, angelic or devilish. It's, it's where the two polari polarities live in a very like, um, uh, like very linear way. Let's call it that way for, for lack of a better term. Um, uh, in a very bold way, let's say it this way. This is better. So it's like, it's a very polarity driven um, dimension. So we're usually, we oscillate a lot, a lot in the fourth too. We're always, this is right. This is wrong. Uh, this is good. This is bad. I'm a good person or I'm a bad person. Am I doing this right? Or am I doing this wrong? We're, it's always either or. 
fifth dimension just flows. Fifth dimension just feels. Fifth dimension, it's all about neutrality. It's all about being. It's all about just flowing. So it's just, I mean, it is such a beautiful theme to talk about to bring up right now for everybody to understand and to become more in tune with their own ascension process and to become more in tune with the ascension process of the world and to understand what's happening through the eyes of divinity and through the eyes of the soul, not the eyes of the human. We need our human to catch up, to catch speed to the divinity that we're all holding inside of ourselves. So it's such a beautiful time to be in and it's just, um, it's something I could talk about forever, <laughs> but it's just, I feel so lucky and blessed to be here in this time. So it's, I do feel a lot of us are being handed some challenges. We're all, we, we all signed up for different challenges in our lives. And for a lot of people, a lot of relationships are ending. A lot of working environments are going away. A lot of, there's a lot of transition now in a lot of people's lives. And this is because they need to up level. Their soul is calling them to up level. Their soul is saying, okay, we're taking this away. You're going through these changes, but you need to trust. You need to see this through the eyes of grace. You need to surrender. And now you need to have the, your own self-mastery to act from that place of divinity and say, okay, what is my next move if I knew that I couldn't fail? What is my next move if I knew what is my life mission? What did I come here to do? What's my real purpose? What, what, why am I really here, right? What, what, what's the reason for me being here right now? So I do feel if there is something ending in your life, it's because that ending is showing you the light of where towards where you have to go. And it's okay if you haven't found that out yet. And it's okay if you're still like, hmm, I don't know what my mission is or I don't know what my purpose is. Like, I have no idea. Well, that's a great place to be in because it's infinite possibilities. But it's about opening your heart, right? And, and it's about having people like you, myself, and others sharing. I think that we, I personally miss um, what our ancestors used to do, the, the circles where they share their stories. And they said, hey, this is part of the process. This is not a descent into hell. It's an ascent. You just have to understand if you've gone through any major transition in life, you've already gone through coronavirus. Like for me, when I talk to my women in my coaching, yeah. Divorce is our very own personal, all the, all the security, all the comforts kind of get hanging for a minute and then you have to reinvent yourself. You have to come up with new ideas. And this is the perfect time when a woman or a man is going through divorce is the perfect time to say, okay, what do I want to be without being the full-time mom, the full-time wife, the, and in this case right now, you know, like you said, a lot of jobs are being lost. Well, if your income goes to half so it's the time to reinvent but i do think that it's very important what you were saying about the resonance it's we are coming into a new world which we haven't really experienced unless you've been in the spiritual realms and you've had little glimpses of it i you know either through silent uh, retreats meditation yoga whatever you're doing to make sure that the spirit world is coming to you i'm a huge proponent of plant medicine that's a different story but um it's the resonance that is going to put you in whatever level you have to be. And when I talk about the, the, the 3D, 4D, and, 5, and 5D of um, the Earth, I always explain it like we're all on a plane, okay? 
And in this plane, you have cabin, you have business, and you have first class. But imagine that the way to access first class is not because you have a lot of money and you buy a ticket. It's because your heart is just pulsating all this love and all this light. Imagine if we had planes that actually gave seats according to that. And I think that's what the new earth is going to become. And hopefully we could even create planes that are all first class and we can all, we don't have to have this competition. I love now um, this whole movement with women collaborating, uh, ending jealousy competition. I think that technology is bringing us apart in some cases, but bringing us together in others. So I, I do love what you're saying about, it's about resonance, your thoughts, your beliefs are gonna create the reality that then, yeah, you're gonna find that fact, those facts in your real world, because you're gonna be looking for them. If I'm thinking, oh my gosh, unemployment is through the roof, I'm gonna be looking for those homeless people who may have been always there, but now I'm looking for them just to ensure that I am right. So if we can leave everybody with something incredibly positive here is you get to choose what is this your ascension moment or your descent moment and choose right okay because <laughs> you just giving us a whole bunch of ideas and tips on how to make sure that you are creating the the fifth day reality like moving yeah. to that five dimension because it's gonna be glorious you want to be in that first class okay <laughs> Yes, totally. I love that analogy of the plane. It is so on point. I love it. And it's so true because it's like when you travel cabin and you're all cramped up in a small seat, they don't give you food, they don't give you blankets, they don't give you nothing. And then you move to business and you're like, hey, somebody's paying attention and they oh, look at all this room. And then you move to first and it's like, you're not going to get me out of this plane. I mean, keep on, keep the engines going. <laughs> Totally. It's like, I'm here. I love it, but you're so correct. I do feel, and I love how you brought it up as that first class of that plane is newer. That first class of that plane is the fifth dimension. That first class on that plane is where your heart space could take you to if you surrender to the now and if you vibrate in that universal love in understanding that you're so powerful and that you have the capacity you have the tools the opportunities are there to build the life that you want from that place of embodying you know embodying that power so yes to that first class for everybody yes to that first class because you have a massive open heart center because that's really one that's i, I mean you said it so well. You're like, I wish that there were planes that you could get to first class because your heart center was super activated. Well, that's literally New Earth. In New Earth, you're not going to be part of New Earth unless you have, if unless your heart center is activated. That's actually, it, it's it's and even when we when we related to money, uh, fifth dimension is abundance is your birthright abundance is your birthright and you need to embody that and act from that place on your life every single moment and a lot of my a lot of my clients that i work with one-on-one -on -one, they're like but i don't feel it and there's a saying here which i i i i think it's the best saying you could um teach when people are getting to embody right when they still don't they get it consciously but they don't get it physically and i'm like honey you fake it until you make it. 
because you wake up one day and you're going to be like, I'm a freaking millionaire. I, you could be, and you, if you don't feel it, that's fine, but you do it the next day and then you do it the next day and then you do it the next day and then you keep mastering and then there's going to be a moment that you're going to start feeling it. And once you start feeling it and when you start, and once you start vibrating in that frequency, it's only about, it's only a matter of time when mo the actual manifestation catches up. You know, so, uh, so it's about fifth, the fifth dimension, the fifth dimension is about embodying what you want to fest, what you want to manifest, embodying what you want to feel, embodying that first class that you want to see in your life, not only for yourself, but for the world, right? Because now it's not only about being us being selfish, but also being, uh, being selfless at the same time. It's about me, but it's also about humanity, right? Mm -hmm. So it is, it's, it is, I love the point. I'm, I'm actually going to teach that from now on. I love it. You go girl. I'm going to keep that with me. <laughs> Perfect. And, and, and let's all try and do that where we want everybody in first class. Like I, I recently traveled on a plane that I was like, where am I? There were funky lights and the, the seats were super wide. I was like, did I buy the right ticket? What's going on? And it was like, everybody was so happy. And um, I, I think that we can head that direction. I think that all this is scarcity mindset was just something that, sorry, we got it wrong. I mean, we just thought that we had to compete and we had to be the best. No, no, no. Let's just all cooperate, collaborate, and let's, let's raise everybody up because that's what this whole thing is about. And if you don't, then yeah, you're going to stay in the 3D and it ain't going to be fun. So I completely agree with that. And oh my gosh, this was so illuminating, especially for those who had never heard of these concepts and are, are staying very much in the fear. I, I feel that fear is Velcro. It gets you stuck in that place where you don't want to be. Um, so before I ask you the last two questions that I ask everybody, um, you are mastering and are still learning and teaching techniques and tools to deal yeah. with this sort of little monsters that come in the middle of the night in the form of fear, doubt, hesitation, anxiety. What will be something that you can just say for those 3 a.m. wake up, I'm scared, I don't know where my next paycheck is gonna come from, what, what's going on? What will be your go-to that works for you, works for your clients? Surrender. Surrender. Stop trying to control the outcome stop trying to control what's happening uh to you and surrender to your higher self in that moment when you wake up at 3 a.m which we've all have done and where that you know monster comes in and it's like listen you're gonna like he gives you the full-on horror movie right well you know what at that monster at that moment you're gonna look at that monster you're gonna give him a hug and you're gonna be like you know what sweetie I'm going to surrender to a higher power than me. I'm going to surrender to a higher power than you. And I'm going to surrender to divinity. And I know that in my path, my highest trajectory will be placed because I, I live from a place of faith. I live from a place of trust. And I live from a place of knowing that everything will always work out, work out best case scenario. This is a beautiful mantra, beautiful mantra by a girl, a homegirl that I love. Her name is Activation Vibration. And she created this mantra, I think it was two years ago. And it's like, everything is working out best case scenario. 
And like all of her community, including myself, we just took that mantra and we rolled with it. And it was like, when you start vibrating with that mantra, everything's working out best case scenario. Everything starts working out best case scenario. So surrender, surrender your life, your dreams, your fears to your higher self. Ask your higher self to show you the way and he will show you the way. And in that knowing, act from that place of peace, from that place of unity, and understand that you came here just to learn those tools that we're talking about. This is the real mastery, learning to act from divinity and learning to surrender to that higher power within us. Beautiful, and if I may add to that, um, because sometimes we hear that guidance, it does come to us, and then we don't act on it. And I just want to tell everybody, it's going to keep on whispering in your ear and then start shouting. So if the guidance is telling you, yes, you have to end that relationship or not, you have to work on that relationship or yes, you have to change states or whatever it is, just oh, like yeah. you said, trust that it is the right option. Completely. Follow your pings. I mean, that is such a great concept of following your pings. Whenever you get a ping and that, that doesn't make any sense for your human, that's like move from this, this place. You're like what? This makes no sense. And that pings can, ping kings come, keeps coming up. Follow the ping. That's your soul. That's your higher self telling you what to do. Follow that ping. So it's such a great comment you made because I mean, when, when we follow the pings and when we look back, we're like, wow, I love my higher self. <laughs> I, 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 it's so funny because we literally will do anything to then not act on it. We'll keep asking for guidance. And I remember recently I was like, I needed to make a decision. And I was like, okay, this is me surrendering. I don't know what to do. Come on, give me some guidance. And I said, okay, I want you to give me an owl. Here in Hawaii, we do have owls and they are our uh -huh. protector, the pu'el. Yeah. It's very rare to see them and you really have to be out there at 6 a.m. or whatever. So I was like, I think the chances of seeing a, uh, an owl are going to be very small. So I'm going to go with that omen because I really didn't want to do what I was getting the guidance that I had to do. Dude, you won't believe it. That next morning I did go out at 6 a.m. and I was like, no owls. Okay, good. I don't have to move out of my comfortable space. And then I opened my email and the first thing that I say is, an email that says, you're asking for guidance. I open it up and there is the freaking image of an owl just staring at oh. me. And I was like, God. really, really? You're having a, you know, it, it's a funny guidance system that we have, but it will send us this, the signs. And then I was like, okay, I hear you. I've got to do it. So, and it's do it. It's different to what I had planned, but hey, I'm just human. I make mistakes with my plans. I'm just glad that somebody else is looking over me and going, you need a sign, you need a freaking owl. I'll send it to you in whatever form. <laughs> Love it. Amen to that higher self. <laughs> Oh my God, this has been amazing. I would love to ask you the question and I'm so looking forward to your answers because I just love the whole approach about ascension. This is a good thing. Babes, just don't be scared. So my two questions are, what do you see as the next great chapter for our planet? Yes, oh my God. Building new earth, building new earth. It's going to be a very interesting time the next two years. There's a lot of paradigms that are going to have to be destroyed for new ones to be built, to be built. but look for the light in that 
destruction. There's a lot of things that are going to have to fall in order for the real divine light to rise. And so the next two years are going to be a little bumpy, but afterwards, oh, it's going to be so beautiful. It's going to be so amazing to see what we could build as a humanity that understands its power, a humanity that knows how to resonate and vibrate on unconditional love for oneself, for our brothers and sisters, for the earth, for the animals, for, for, the, for the planet and for the cosmos. And it's just going to be so wonderful to, in our lifetime, to be able to see the new earth being built. It's just, we're so lucky. Again, I know it might seem this year like we're, no, we're not, but we're so lucky to, to have been born in this time. It's a very blessed time. So I'm very excited to build new earth. I'm excited to build everything that comes along with it. And um, all of your great and amazing ideas right now, people are getting to do things in a more sustainable, in a more, there's sustainability is probably out now. It's that, what's the new word that it's even, uh, it, that that's uh, actually the, um, uh, it's amazing. It's, um, oh my God. It's, it's, slipping my mind it's just um it's actually better now than sustainability it's a new way that they found to actually you know help the earth and uh make our ecosystems better and everything and all of these ideas divinity is throwing at us you know um to actually be able to build this not only from a spiritual level because Yes, that's where it starts, but we also need to build it on an actionable level, correct? So yeah, next chapter, building new earth all the way. <laughs> We're going to get our hands dirty and build it. And then yeah. what, what is in your next great chapter? What is in store for Julie? Uh, my next great chapter is making Ascension go viral. Mm. I want to make Ascension go worldwide mainstream and for us to all understand that it's at the end of the day it's all about being the light and sharing the light so that is my next chapter <laughs> and i wish you all the best i really think that we need it because this we, we need these new concepts okay everything is getting deconstructed and we don't want it to be filled up by some other nonsense uh, paradigm if we are deconstructing everything that didn't work, let's put in place concepts that are empowering, that they rely on us really having access to our birthright, as you said before, which is abundance, happiness, and just evolving here. So I wish you all the best. I'm so happy that you made the time to be with us. Where can people find you and learn more about ascension, spirituality, and everything? Well, you could, you could go to www.huligaya.com and you could also find me in Instagram at huligaya with double A at the end. Um, and I'm going to, I'll pass you those links so it's easier for people to find me. And I am all, my um, Instagram, uh, it's about community. We're a community of life. So I really take my time to answer everybody that writes me. It's really important for me because it's, we're like a family. So anybody that wants to learn more about this, just send me a DM and let's start the conversation. <laughs> and I will put all the links in the notes, but do go to her Instagram, especially because she also speaks in Spanish. And I love it. If you want to learn Spanish, if you are bilingual, she does both. And, and I just love that because it gives you access to even more abundance in this world. You know, you can learn a language at the same time as doing your ascension. So Julie, thank you. Thank you so much. It was my absolute pleasure being here. And I hope that this conversation helped everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you, Olga. So much love.
Same to you and to everybody. I'll see you next week. Aloha. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to subscribe and review my podcast because I just love hearing from you. You can also follow my journey on my Instagram account at Divorce for Love and join our Facebook group in the show notes. See you next week.